All right. Hello and welcome, everybody, to episode four of BNT Talk Politics. Uh, this week, as we hinted at last week, we'll be extensively covering last night's GOP debate, along with answering a few audience questions. Uh, anything else, Braylon? No, I say we just dive right into it and get into the debate analysis. All right, let's get into it. All right, for the debate, we'll be covering four kind of subtopics. What, what both of us liked about the debate as a whole, what we didn't like, mm-hmm. who did well, and who did bad. So, Braylon, where do you want to start? You want to start with what we liked about the debate? Let's start with the few things that we did like about last The few things debate. about... Uh, so, I liked, personally, that they were able to ask about the UAW strike. That was current events. Yep. I liked that we got that in. It wasn't as good as the North men rich of... North... North rich, men, north the rich men north of Richmond. Rich yeah, that was that was a much better introduction at the first debate to touch on current events. But like, the UAW was was a good current events topic. I'm I'm glad we heard about it. Um, someone from my side of the aisle, the other side, I would say I would have to agree with you. Um, I liked hearing about the UAW and the union, uh-huh. the union strike. It was a good topic. I thought. Uh-huh. Um. The other topics were pretty generic, I thought. I mean, could have had those in any debate, I thought. It wasn't really current events. Yeah. Uh, I also liked that the G- that the GOP got into the California market a little bit. Oh, you know, the California market is overlooked from the Republic. There are a lot of Republicans in California. Kevin McCarthy's from oh. California. So I'm glad that we that we maybe, even though California whole is not, has not been very good to Republicans, I'm glad Republicans finally gave it a little bit of oxygen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the main good for me, from last night has to be that um it ended it eventually <laughs> ended after two hours there seemed to be no um momentum from any candidate last night uh, yeah. compared to how it was in like the first debate no like no like clip worthy moments yeah like, there was no sound bites no um, but that i guess that gets us right into what we didn't like yeah. what did, i mean for starters the moderators were absolutely terrible at no point last night did they have a firm control over the candidates or over the broadcast as a whole. They did terrible. Uh, half of them you couldn't even understand to read the questions. I couldn't even understand what they were saying. They just let the candidates talk over each other. The moderators even talked over each other at points. It was an embarrassment for the Republican Party, the moderators that we had last night. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree. The, the British guy, which was like the main moderator in the middle, yeah. was terrible. Terrible. The The Hispanic lady Pretty was bad. worse. The white lady didn't talk. Yeah, she didn't speak at all. So, that, let's, I mean, you wanna, well, let, I'll let you finish your point. They just sat there and watched the world burn. Yeah. I mean, their candidates were yelling at each other. They were all four talking at once. And, you know, the, the moderators didn't even follow by the rules because, you know, sometimes because you're supposed to get a minute and then 30 seconds for uh, if you're named. And sometimes they wouldn't give that. They'd cut to commercial at bad times. And sometimes they'd say, OK, you've got 15 seconds when you're supposed to have 30 or you're supposed to have a minute, you know. And there was no like they had candidates raise their hand. And I hated that because, you know, I, I feel like we should be a little more formal than that, you know. So that moderators terrible. Moderator's terrible. I mean, there was obviously some candidates that talked way more than others, such as uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't have it up right now, but I saw last night he talked about for 12 minutes total, which is about a minute more than anybody else. And then at the bottom, there was like um, Mike Pence talked the least, actually, which is a little surprising. 
I big thought. Big change from the first debate. Big change. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, but another, what, you want to talk about another big, big wrong? Yeah, no, the, the, venue, the venue. The venue is another mm-hmm. thing that I handed, hated. Uh, it was at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library there in California. Now, I touched on, I liked it being in California, but the actual venue of the, what do they call it? The Air Force One Auditorium, I think. Yeah. There was nobody there. Nope. There were maybe 200 mm-hmm. members of the audience where when we were in Milwaukee, we had 6,000 people. There was no audience. There was no clapping. There was no booing, which I don't like to hear that in the first place, but it at least lets you know that people are there. There was no one there, and that really annoyed me. I mean, you know we can find people to fill seats, and you hold it in the world's smallest place. I, I was extremely disappointed with the Republicans choice of venue. I mean, even if we want to hold it in Northern California, there are, there, I mean, we hosted the first debate at Pfizer forum, hosted another NBA arena. Yep. You know, what, what did you think? When it comes to these big debates and like the GOP or dim primary, like presidential, I'm always pro having it in a sports arena. Yeah. Always. I want a big crowd in the background. I always want some clapping. I mean, Booze aren't the best thing to hear most of the time, but they are fun to hear if right. you're watching through television. Get the most amount of people you can possible in this venue to watch a debate. You, there, there's no reason to only have 200 people in this small, compact And, and the, the audience theater. wasn't even centrally located. They were on like three yeah. different levels, mm-hmm. and it was all boxy. The moderators were super close to the stage. The camera angles were terrible. Mm-hmm. The, the venue atrocious atrocious the gop i mean two out of ten planning this debate they did near nothing well and the third debate will be november something um it's november 8th right in miami november 8th and the the network's yet to be announced i would honestly like to see a switch up Uh, yeah please no more fox business or fox news channel related debates let's switch it up go to cnn cbs something i completely agree i mean after how much Fox business bungled this <laughs> last debate. They need to get that taken away from mm-hmm. the Fox family of networks. I mean, give it to ABC, give it to someone else. I mm-hmm. don't care who, I mean, I honestly don't care who else, but please get, get some decent moderators in a decent venue with some, and like you said earlier, the questions were not good. They were just standard, the same policy roundabouts that we've talked about for the past um, five months. And the moderate, like they had, as we already said, they had no control. And when they would ask a question, the, they rarely ever answered the question. They would just right. give their already pre, pre-practice speech lines, look into the camera and say, hey, Donald Duck for Chris Christie or right, like, yeah. whatever it was. It or, was just, or the Vivek Ramaswamy yeah. that appeared in the first and second debate. Uh, what is yeah. it? Uh, Drill frack and burn yeah. coal. He said Tim the same Scott's thing. Tim Scott's growing up in poverty. I mean, it, it, they, I swear this, he answers that for every question ever. They didn't. They didn't. The moderators had no control of what was happening. They didn't. They didn't force the candidates to answer anything. It was just a complete crapshoot. Yeah, and, and the moderators would selectively pick on candidates. Like Mike Pence kind of talked around an answer, and then and, and then the moderators, sh- I mean, shot right back at him. You know, that's all well and good, Mr. Vice President, but then repeated the question. So they kind of got him, and then when Ron DeSantis or Vivek Ramaswamy talks around a question, well, no, nothing happens. So I mean that that's really annoying, just how just the unevenness of it. And they did not talk about Donald Trump at all. The moderators didn't. The candidates obviously did. Yeah. But you know, you're. 
Fox News has got to be starting to get a little angry with him for not showing up to their debates. I mean, he hosted a event on Newsmax, their direct competitor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's the elephant not in the room, as I've heard so many people put it. Uh, my my, uh, my mass media professor at Lindsay Wilson said that. I thought it was perfectly fitting. So bring it up. Uh, the Trump strategy last night, I'm not sure I'm completely understanding what he's trying to do. He's trying to pull the UAW vote? Like, what, Yeah, that's never going to happen. What, like, what, what is his strategy here? He's just wasting time if he's, I don't want, uh, it's, he needs to join the debates if yeah. he wants, I mean, it's just hurting everybody involved is yep. the bottom line there. All right. Well, I know I gave the RNC a two out of 10 on this debate. What, mm -hmm. what do you give them? Could it have been any worse? Could it have been any? It felt low budget, too. It really I did. I mean, I feel... guess they could have held it in like a public library somewhere. Uh, can I go one out of 10? One I'm out, lower it, than it, you. It's pretty bad. I'll go one out of pretty 10. Pretty bad. RNC, if you're listening, me and Braylon will come and moderate the next debate and we'll do a better job than the people that moderated Definitely last night. Could. All right. Moving on, Braylon, who, tell me two candidates that did well and two candidates did bad and why. Two that did well. Let's pick this off first. Nikki Haley, I'll start off with, did very well. She did very well in the first debate as well. I just think she's she's really prepped for this type of thing. She's really a good, a good debater. She gets her points across. She can fight back as she did with Tim Scott. She really put Tim Scott in a corner, it felt like, at times last uh -huh. night. Uh, she got Vivek in the first, I believe, at one point. Yeah, Chris Christiana. Yeah, she just gets her point across, gets the messaging, gets her statements, attacks, and stands her ground, and it all works. Nikki Haley every time comes off as the strongest to me in these debates. Absolutely, absolutely. Who else did well? Whew. Who else did well is a tough one here. Um, yeah, not many candidates did well. Uh, this might be a hot take because I don't really know. I, I proposed this to you last night during the debate, and you're like, I don't know about that. But I'm, I'm going to say Doug Burgum. Doug Burgum did well. Okay. Um, he, he struggled at, at the start. I'm not going to say he did great. I'm just going to say he did good compared to the rest. I thought the his, moderators openly told him to be quiet like yes. five times within the first and I hour. Thought, I, I mean, the way the debate was going, I don't know if I can blame him for continuously trying to get his point across because yeah, he, he always never talked. No, they wouldn't give him a spot, but he is the last person in, barely got in. But, um, I liked his closing statement. I thought it was, I don't personally agree with what he said, but I thought he got the points across in that closing statement he had. I thought it was one of the best, his closing his closing statement here in the last section of the debate, I thought was one of the best, well said, like phrases from someone that night, from last night. And it's just something, uh, it's just something anyone can understand instead of just constant bickering back and forth like we saw most tonight. And that's why that's not too well. This is Nikki Haley and Doug Burgum. All right, I'll tell you who I thought did well. I also thought Nikki Haley had a very, very good showing. Uh, she's a natural-born debater, showing it, showing it just as we expect. She will very soon, she is on the rise. She's probably the only candidate that you can say is on the rise. Um, so she continued to do extremely well last night, was, was very good around her talking points. Uh, now, if you turn on a major news network or listen to the pundits, they'll tell you that Mike Pence had a bad night. I just disagree with that. I thought he had a good night. I thought he hit his talking points. He represented himself well. Now, Mike, you were vice president, so I'd like you to talk a little bit more about that because all he talks about is Indiana. And he was governor like what? He was governor a long time ago. 
Well, who well, cares about Indiana, Trey? Well, I, I mean, I care about all states. But, I mean, yeah, I talk about his, you know, because he's, 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 he's like, there's no time for on-the-job training. Well, if governor is what trained you, then Nikki Haley, Doug Burgum, Asa Hutchinson, I mean, they're all trained, Ron DeSantis, but you were vice president. So you're the only candidate that can say that, push it a little harder. But not all, all in all, he did not get in any arguments like you saw a lot of other candidates do. He didn't take a big swing and miss at... Uh, Vivek, now I'm not saying he had a perfect night. He made that joke about his wife. That landed terribly. Uh, kind of a crash and burn kind of thing there. Mm. But other all around, Mike Pence had a good night uh, relative to other, some other candidates. Uh, who did that? I'll just keep the Mike Pence train going. Mike Pence to me, worst of the night. What? Worst of the night. Worst of the night last night. Worst, me... worse than Tim Scott. To me, yes. To me, yes. Wow. Uh, here's why. I'll give you two two reasons here. Mike Pence, the sleeping with the wife thing really, really threw me off. And yeah. I feel like it threw a lot of people off on social media, too. It was just a very – he's just, in my opinion, old and out of touch. And just that's not going to – maybe like a grandpa is going to laugh at that joke. Or maybe maybe you did, Trey. Maybe you even laughed at the joke. I, I laughed at it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a little unsettling. Some might have thought it was funny. Older tights might have thought it was funny. But I did not thought it was a little unsettling to talk about. Next is a huge one for me that I thought was just straight up wild to just stay on a national stage. And he called for deterring mass shootings by passing a federal law expediting the death penalty for perpetrators half of whom even die in their attacks. I just thought, no, no, not even Vivek would have went that far unless I had to say that on the stage. I don't I think. Say, yeah, he definitely would have. He, as a matter of fact, he went on to agree uh, with that, as but, did another candidate, I believe. But the Mike Pence thing here, the que when he brought the mass shooting thing up, that was a question referring to Obamacare. So just as, as we said before, moderators had zero control because this not, thing is to turn off. Yeah. And then, um, so there's my Mike Pence and then my... My second worst you would like is going to be Tim Scott. Yeah. Uh, wow. Where do we start? Um, Did he do anything, Will? I mean, he might as well. He, maybe showing up, maybe not showing up would have been better for him. <laughs> may have been better. Um, he can't debate. He can't do it. Poor guy. He just can't do it. He's not fit for this. Um, Nikki Haley tore him to shreds for about a solid five, ten minutes, I felt like. Yeah. Um. <sighs> The the South Carolinians going at it. Yep. Uh, and he has had, you know, this may be a hot take considering the DeSantis camp, but I think Tim Scott has had the worst campaign out of anybody because mm -hmm. he was very well liked. He has the high, he had the highest, had or has the highest likability rating um, of any GOP candidate. But he his campaign is terrible. His polling is awful. He's fall, he just keeps going down. He won't do anything. So he was awful last night. He got in a yelling match with Nikki Haley. He, you know, I t we talked about all the candidates talking over each other. Almost every time it was either Doug Burgum or Tim yeah. Scott. Yeah. It was one of the two that was talking over somebody. So who else had a bad night besides Tim Scott, who was atrocious? Uh, it was Doug Burgum. Wow. I know you said he had a good night, and okay. I said Mike Pence had a good night. You said he had a bad night. Doug Burgum had a bad night. And he ended okay, but 
the just the terrible start. I mean, what he interrupted the moderators. He was like, no, no, I just got a butt in here. I just got a butt in here. He did that like the first three topics. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it looked good. I, I just, and I think he's done, you know, but Doug, you're out, you're out doing my expectations. Cause I said you were done after he the made last it past debate Asa. and you made it to this debate. So who knows what maybe, the you are may just from. make it keep, you may just roll all the way to the white house. I'm still not sure what, like you have to have, a, you have to have a, he, he needed to pull 2%. I don't even know where 3%. they're getting, he where are they getting 3%. that from? Where I, is I that no coming idea. from? Uh, yeah. Something else. I know I should have touched on this earlier. Something else uh, I did not like about last night were I would like to know where the RNC is getting their polling data. Yeah. Because if you go to 538, which averages all polls, I know it's not as scientific as the RNC, but it's DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy, Pence, Christie, Scott, Burgum. Mm -hmm. On the stage, it was DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Haley, Scott, Christie, Pence, Pence, Burgum. Burgum. So, I mean, Mike Pence is polling two points ahead of Tim Scott, and Tim Scott had a better had two better placements than Mike Pence. So, I mean, I'd like to know where the, the RNC is screwing over some people on polling. I just think they want my, Tim Scott to be better than he actually <laughs> is. And, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I do not agree with the polling, but can we'll I just add in one little bit? Yeah, here. please. My, my, we haven't mentioned him really yet, but my most disappointed candidate throughout this whole thing so far is to be Chris Christie. No big moments like we saw in 2016. He shot high for the Donald Duck thing, and that really, I don't know if that set well with anyone really. It was kind of for, of a forgettable night, a forgettable moment on a for, forgettable night. It was a forgettable debate. Very much. I very mean, much. I, who, who was the winner of tonight? It was Donald Trump and Joe Biden, mm-hmm. without doubt. Um, now, you can't. You can't say Chris Christie didn't have, uh, didn't have a memorable moment because of the Chat GBT thing in the first debate. Yeah, but this has been well, who we liked about the debate. Yeah. All right, moving on past the debate, uh, you guys sent us some questions on uh, on Instagram, so we're going to answer a few of them. You want to start out, Braylon? Yes, and let me just send a reminder. We're going to try to do this as much as we can for the episodes. So I'll try to post this on our story. Send it as much as you want. We'll pick and choose the ones we like best. And I just want to start out with a fun one. It's kind of a TikTok trend at the moment. I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not, Trey. Probably not. But how many times a week do you think about the Roman Empire? Probably. Let's see. Uh, As many. uh, I do academic team quiz bowl. That comes up. A lot of we practice three times a week, so I probably it comes up almost every practice. I probably think about it three times a week. Three times for you, yeah. I'll probably go under. I'll say about two. About two. About okay. two, maybe one. Okay, it'll pop up in my head once a day. But that's how many times a week we think about the Roman Empire. Okay, and uh, just a TikTok trend. Not sure if you were aware of that one. Okay, let's just scroll through. Um, okay, uh, from um, Bradley. Blakeman, yeah, of, a good friend out of Owensboro, Kentucky. Yes, he asked. It's in. This will go into the debate we talked about yeah. earlier. What are Vivek's true odds of winning, as in the GOP primary? If Donald Trump is found guilty, chances of winning what? The nomination or the presidency? Which way do you? I, let's say the nomination. I would say the nomination. Nomination. Okay. If Trump is suddenly out of the race, thirty percent. With Trump in the race, 
a percent, maybe. Um, yeah. But if Trump's out, he pretty good, pretty good odds. I'll go twenty five if Trump's out. We'll go. I mean, it's basically like we said one. Yeah, one percent. Very more. low with with Donald Trump. So Sorry, Bradley. Not much hope for you there. Yeah, sadly. Or, uh, or if, in my opinion, not sadly. Scrolling through here. Um, what do you think we should ask next, Trey? Uh, is Joe Biden competent enough to hold office? Uh, Neither one of us are doctors, so I would say we're not qualified to answer that. Yep. Um, that's honestly all about all I have to say about that. He's not really qualified to answer that. Yeah, sadly. There is one here. I don't know if you want to answer that or not. Uh, no, we'll skip that one. Uh, what do you think about child labor laws in China? I think they're bad. I, th I think they don't go far enough. Let's broaden this out. Uh-oh. Okay. What's your thoughts on China? On China? Mm -hmm. Well, I felt like it was the top topic at last night's debate. True. We didn't touch on it much. That's, I just want to know. It, it, China came up throughout last night's debate. Doug loves bringing up China. Yeah. It, yes, he does. Um, uh, for starters, before that I was touch... For, that was from Luke Rich, by the way. Before I touch on... Before I answer that question, I want to give a... I want to take a shot at Vivek Ramaswamy because I usually don't miss a chance. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy got attacked last night in, debate, in, in the debate because he sold his company in China in 2018. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said he got, he, he, he was ridiculed for that on stage. And, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, he said, he said, I, just like all other companies, I went into China, mm -hmm. but I got right out mm -hmm. paraphrasing. And, and Nikki Haley quickly yeah. responded with, when you decided to run for president. And I thought that was absolutely Mike hilarious. Pence also quoted that later on. Yeah, yeah. So, so pretty funny. So uh, Vivek uh, is, a, is a China lover there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, China, not good. Not, not good. good. Uh, not a fan of the economic system. Not a fan of the government system. Not a fan of China. I'm not a fan at all either. I despise China. Free Say Taiwan. Free Taiwan for sure. Let me ask. Let me ask this and expand on that. Who's worse for as an American citizen for us, Russia or China? China, without a doubt. You really think that? Hundred percent. I would have to disagree with you on that, Trey Stevens. Really? I'd have to go Russia. Why is that? Russia's the one currently in a war. Yeah, but Ukraine's not an ally, and Taiwan actually is. I would say Ukraine is an ally. Then why aren't we defending them? We are defending them. No, we're not. We're quote unquote defending them. We're not defending them. We're supplying but them. We would actually have to defend Taiwan. So, and Russia is capitalist. So, they are capitalist. They're that not helps. Doing, they're not doing too well under capitalism, though. That helps. Um, they're, they, um, what is China? Communist. Communist, yeah, I mean the CCP is com Chinese Communist Party. So not, not I real, would, not I would real communism. It, I would, I mean, it's not like the Soviet Union, but the Chinese Communist. Well, I don't so, think either's communist. And, and Russia, at the Russian Orthodox Church, Russia has a Christian basing for me, which uh. is a big deal for me. So, I mean, I put Russia probably above not just China, but. North Korea and Holy Iran. Smokes. And I put Russia. Much, but Russia much... funds North Korea and Iran. Without Russia, North Korea and Iran's no threat. China funds them too. China. Ugh. 
okay. This is this is a split debate here. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, but I think Russia gets a much worse rap than deserved. I now, think no, it's a terrible not country. not to say that they're at all good. They definitely should not be invading Ukraine. Russia is bad, but they're not as bad as China. I think they're a lot worse. All right. Uh, we got any more questions? I mean, Outstanding yeah, we can, questions. We can find a couple more here. Um, we're already hitting the hard hitting ones. Who's better, uh, Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity? Honestly, yeah. Better at what? Uh, who's a better? Let's say who's a better news host? Who's who had a better show? Sean Hannity. Sean, I agree. I I absolutely agree. Uh, also looking forward to the Ron DeSantis Gavin Newsom debate hmm, on also Hannity. looking forward to that on Hannity. That's hilarious. Also, you informed me last night that Gavin Newsom, the Democrat governor of California, is a frequent guest yes. on on Fox News is Sean Hannity. Yep. And I think that is absolutely hilarious. Well, also, he was actually a guest on it last night post debate. Was he really? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of funny. And um, my reasoning for that is, I, well, I think Tugger Carlson is a. Yeah. Uh, like a soulless money pit who just says whatever Fox News wanted him to say. Uh huh. I don't. At least I think Sean Hannity actually believes in what he's saying. He's actually, he really is a Republican. Um, he used his platform to spread conservative ideas, and um, I just think Tucker Carlson. He hosted the show, but he hosted a show that Fox News was telling him to do. He would do whatever they told him to do. As long as they're making money. Yeah, and I mean, the text, I mean, he was the biggest Donald Trump praiser. Then the text messages come out where he hated Trump, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Can I ask my own question? Go ahead. Uh, Who is the next candidate to drop out of the race for the Republican primary? Um, Francis Suarez has already dropped out. Are we counting Asa Hutchinson or no? I hope that's too obvious of an answer. All right, let, let me rephrase my question. Last night at the very close of the Republican debate, the moderators asked candidates to write down on a note card who they would vote off the stage out of the seven candidates there, those being Mike Pence, Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, uh, Doug Burgum, uh, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy and Tim Scott, mm. they ask who they would, quote, vote off the stage, vote off the island. So out of those seven candidates, who would you vote off the island? Not opinionated, but politically. Politically. who Who's running? Whose campaign is getting low in the dumps? They're just stealing votes from other people. They don't deserve to be. Well, the only one that really make an impact is um, either... The same to Sir Vivek, I would say. So um, I'll say Vivek. You think Vivek? Mm-hmm. I am going to vote uh, Tim Scott off the island. All right. He, he's been following through. The campaign is not going well. The donors need to go somewhere else. Voting, I'm voting Tim Scott off the island. As someone from the other side of the aisle in the DNC area, who in their right mind is still donating millions of dollars to the Tim Scott campaign. Why would you be doing that? Like, what are you, what are you doing with your money at this point? What I'll, are you doing? I don't know. Somebody's doing it. Well, I don't know what that person's doing. With those people, you're fighting a losing battle. You've seen them on the stage for two debates now. It's an absolute dumpster fire. I guess they're the same people. I guess they're just as crazy as the people donating to the Marianne Williamson campaign. It's not a real campaign. It, exactly. Sorry, Marianne. I like yeah. your views, Marianne, but uh, just drop out of the race. You're not a real campaign. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, Braylon, you got anything else? That's all I got for this week. All right, everybody. This has been our extensive coverage of the GOP debate. What we liked, what we didn't, who did well, who didn't, and response and responses to a few questions. If you have any more questions, uh, please send the send them to us via Instagram yep. and look out for next week's show. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you.